Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the author of the new book, Overthinking About You, About the Intersection of Dating and Mental Health. You know her from just between us. It's the brilliant and talented Allison Raskin! <laughs> oh, What's wow. up? Thank you for having me. I did not know any of that about the Minions. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? I haven't seen gotta... a single a... one. I haven't seen a Despicable Me. I haven't seen a Minion movie. I... I don't know about this rich history. Oh, it's oh, there's so much going on and troubling. It's, it's contradict. <laughs> yeah. Jack, have you have you seen them all because of your kids, or are you just watching? I them have, for fun? but like not in order. It's like I'll walk in for a scene here and there, and but mm. usually, like if the kids are watching a movie, it's an opportunity to like go get adult things done. So, but I I've been Whoa. sucked in for entire chunks of of the main movie. What is it? What is adult things? Do you like go watch Meet Joe Black or something? Just or constantly like... paying bills, just <laughs> some, some <laughs> bills stacking up on my desk, and then just mailing them out the door with a real harried look on my face. Yeah, yeah. No, I go watch Meet Joe Black. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's like a, the most adult movie I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> got adult things to do kids <laughs> like the true love between the grim reaper and 
somebody who met the Grim Reaper, although it's not clear. Some lady? I actually have never seen Meet Joe Black. I just, my parents had it and it was two VHS tapes. So I was like, damn, that's grown up hours. Were you kind of like walking into the room to make sure that they were occupied and then going to do kid stuff? Was it like a reverse of how I treat my kids? You were just like... I needed to make sure I was good to go watch Pinocchio. Uh, And you can watch... That's like you can watch Pinocchio three times in the runtime of Meet Joe Black. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Meet Joe Black is very long and my dad really loves it. Oh, like has has given like he doesn't give me heartfelt soliloquies about much, but he has been like that Meet Joe Black is a hell of a film. (laughs) (laughs) Someone had to say it. He may be the first. Someone did. Allison, how are you doing? Where are you coming to us from? I'm in rainy Los Angeles, so it's what really is going on. Don't know how to function. Overwhelmed by the wetness, it's it's been it's been rough. <laughs> we're just like not we're not built for it. And then every time it comes up for like for people who live in cities that get snow, <laughs> they're like, oh, shut the fuck <laughs> up. But you're like, okay, but it's raining and it's actually really hard for us. We're not built for it. It just falls apart right away. Like, so it started raining hard Friday night and someone, like one of the traffic lights in my neighborhood went down. A car immediately like sped through that intersection, knocked over a like telephone electric pole, like knocked out power and Internet to our entire neighborhood for the whole weekend. (laughs) It's just like this is just just rain. Just rain. Yeah, my friend had another one where somebody hit a pole and then she lost power and she had to stay at my house (laughs) for a night. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny that it's not just the weather. It's people driving into poles seems to be a main cause of the issue. Yeah. Fascinating. (laughs) I didn't see that part coming. Yeah, yeah. No. Just right away, there's a a knocked over telephone pole. The trees are getting knocked over too, which I, I'm a little confused by. I think just the wind, climate change. I'm not sure. That's what I. That's my catchphrase: the wind, climate change. I'm not sure. <laughs> that and the Pope is your boss. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, leave it to the boss. Pope. The Pope is going to figure it out. What is something from your search history? And I'll, I'll start with you, Rachel. What's something from your search history? Uh, something in my search history from today is a recipe for cookie dough stuffed hamantaschen. Oh! Which is a type of cookie to celebrate the holiday of Purim, which is coming up. There you go. Okay, that sounds fancy. Super delicious. Makes me want to text my friend Lior and be like, have you tried it? Would you try it? Is this sacrilegious? Where do you feel? Where are you on the line of like, this is good or or this is my grandmother would kill me if she knew? If if you tried hamantaschen? If you put cookie dough in hamantaschen. Oh, uh, it's very unorthodox because the base that I'm also doing is a chocolate chip cookie flavored base. And so it's a cookie stuffed cookie. So uh, completely non-traditional. Yeah. I think my my grandmother would love it, honestly. Love that. We're talking about a like that Pizza Hut would eventually have cheese, like find a way to stuff cheese into the cheese of their pizza yesterday. Mm, and you mm. have like created a similar thought experiment that is like breaking my brain right now. How, how do you so it's like one type of cookie dough stuffed into another cookie? Yeah, it's chocolate chip cookie dough stuffed into essentially a triangular shaped chocolate chip cookie. 
<laughs> this is the, and his, the greatness of America on display right now. Does this the dough is, get really... baked or it does, it's unbaked cookie dough? So you like bake the cookies and then stuff the unbaked dough inside. It'll all be baked together, but hypothetically, the cookie dough stuffing will stay soft enough. Mm. It sounds delicious. I want to liquefy it and shoot it into my arteries. Yeah, yeah. I can make that, that happen right. for you. <laughs> I just bought a stethoscope. Just call me you Dr. Just, Rachel. Everybody heard that. She uh, threatened me with murder. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. She, seemed, well, she seemed, just seemed accommodating to me, Victor. Uh, that's, that's all I heard. <laughs> what is something from your search history, Victor? I actually checked something in my search. I checked something today so that I could talk about it on the show in my search history. So it's recent search history. For 10 years straight, I am the number one video result when you search for how to draw a penis. So if you Google how to draw a penis, the number one video result is me. And then I'm still champion. Huh? There you are. Are you just drawing (laughs) a, how did this video come to be? The, I'll tell you how the video came to be. So a long time, I, I, I also like have a production company. And so a long time ago, I got a deal to do like a whole bunch of art videos where people were drawing on, on glass standing. And then so I built inside the studio this glass that you could just draw on. And then so one day I, I was on the set and I put on a fake mustache and then I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I made a character. Uh, and then I taught people how to draw a penis and I put it online and uh, it just kind of stuck around. <laughs> It's mm. amazing. It's in black and white. So it's very artistic. It's Thank giving you. the artist for sure. I love this. It's on a dead YouTube channel. Like the dead YouTube channel version is the one that has stuck around <laughs> forever. And so like my current, it's on my current YouTube channel, but it doesn't have <laughs> half as many views on the, as on this dead channel. <laughs> the voice you did for it is incredible. Thank you. <laughs> I can't really hear the voice, but you you were taking it very seriously with a very silly mustache. I, I, I do break face. during the video. I think that's part of the fun because my must- mustache starts falling off at one point yeah. and I start <laughs> laughing. Well, you're telling like- me that's not a real mustache? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. I like that you chose to go for straight hair instead of curly. I feel like every, that's, everyone's natural instinct is like, I'll do short and curlies. But these are just like wispy hairs. Yeah, yeah. Cool. The the penis's hair is like kind of, but yeah, very straight. Like a, yeah, a series and of I have eyelashes. explanations for all of that stuff too. So, oh great! <laughs> if you, when you hear it with sound, you'll know the truth. Yeah, look up Victor's how to draw a how penis. To draw penis, guys. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that it's got to be like pretty pretty popular, right? Like, yeah, I just got so many extra views for that dead channel. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to find it on the real channel. Give, show Victor your support. My goodness. As of right now, it is at 199,000 views. Uh, <laughs> wow. So maybe you, if you're lucky, you could be the 200,000th view. That's really <laughs> funny. What do they win? <laughs> uh, an autographed penis, penis. drawing yeah. from from me after I have studied under the, the tutelage of Victor Fartnado. What? What yeah, is? so that channel, <laughs> that channel, do you remember uh, my damn channel that I do. The, on YouTube? So yeah. they gave me a deal for this channel, but then they, they like, so we started this channel, comedy channel, and then they just imploded. And then so, and then I never found the lot The I never, not found, but I never got all the login information back. So I can't, it's just yeah. dead. It's just, it's just broken. Oh, if we had a dollar for every day. 
every dead yeah. video channel or yeah, uh magazine exactly. article yeah i just had to rescue all my stuff from av club so it's fun it's the life <laughs> truly <laughs> uh what is something you think is overrated adam uh did you guys see that uh was it the the new yorker the end of the english major thing i saw this... it and then i said i'm not clicking on that yeah it's it's this like so it's like one of those like very you know typical like it's got this scare headline the end of the english major and it's like arizona state university is seeing a decline in people studying english and getting their degrees in english some colleges are saying like we don't have enough students to necessitate an english program and it's like we mm. focus so much on stem within the last like five, 10 years that people are not motivated to get their degree in English. And also there's like the, that's typical like cell phone scare thing of like, oh, people have cell phones. They, they don't read books anymore. I mean, this one professor is like, I just got a cell, I just got a smartphone and I went from reading five novels a month to one novel a month because I'm reading all these websites and it's like, <laughs> like, Okay. <laughs> Shut up. I, uh, say <laughs> this less. This is why people don't want to they study English just because of this boring attitude. I hate when someone does something boring and then they're like, this is news. <laughs> You're like, it's not. Shut up. You got a phone. <laughs> it's not my problem. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> and also, like, lamenting, like, I couldn't imagine uh, assigning middle march to, to today's English students. And it's like, well maybe that's fine like maybe we do actually need a focus on stem and we don't need people like going into massive debt to get an english major you know what i mean like if it's a specialty mm. major or you can't get one at every college maybe that's not a problem mm. well i don't even think i mean i'm like i i saw some conversation going on around that piece that i would that just I think when I learn about something on Twitter, I'm like, mm, probably safer to not interact with this and never learn what it is. That's yes. sort of my current Twitter policy. But Smart. I did see people like say like, oh, well, there's also like it's such a common thing to like bully people who are like history or English majors that like I would understand why people would be less willing to do it. And also, like you're saying, like less willing to like if it was more accessible to get an English degree mm -hmm. and you didn't need to go into six figure debt to do it. I'm sure that more people would want to. But if the price of college is going up, then it makes sense that like it would be more popular to get a degree that you could probably get a like almost certainly get a job in yeah. afterwards, which sucks because then it's like yeah, that's I don't suck. know. I sort of it like is a, a bad thing, thing. I think. For yeah, sure. it's it's bad. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, like that people are like, I'm on my grind. I got a ma major in angel investor v venture capital firms or whatever the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I just hate the idea that they would blame it on phones. It's like okay, well if phones are like phones aren't gonna go anywhere, so. A lot of people are, I don't know, it's like even like the rise in popularity and like audiobooks. It's like, yeah, you just need to find a way to consume the same thing that matches people's like consumption habits better. Right. Chill out. Professor I also think that dork. that's, yeah. <laughs> Chill dork. out, Professor Dork is a t shirt, I have to I'm say. Gonna get, I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't know. That's a great t shirt. I was a philosophy major, so I don't know anything about uh, useless majors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have my degree in art, so nice. I have yeah. my degree in 
uh, screen right. Hot dogs. Did you? Hell yeah. yeah. That's actually, that's a trade though. Philosophy, yeah. not as, not so much. Philosophy majors are all like, they're like, you could be a lawyer or you could be a philosophy professor and teach other philosophy majors. The two genders. You, <laughs> exactly. I, I consider you to be a philosopher, Jack O'Brien. Oh, that means so much to me. Mm-hmm. That's, I, true. that's much better than lawyer. I consider you to be a lawyer, Jack. <laughs> Thank you so much. A closeted lawyer. <laughs> you know, I've had boyfriends that have told me that when I argue with them that I would, they're like, you know, you would make a great litigator, but it's meant to be insulting. Of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and all men are so bad at arguing with women that they are like, oh, my God, John yeah, Cochran, what are you talking their about? Their defense That's, is, wow, yeah. you're really you're winning this argument. <laughs> wow, you should be a professional bitch. Maybe maybe you should be. A, you're like, maybe I will. Mm. Yeah. What is something you think is underrated? Oh, I mean, just like Sandy's. She's just not getting the due that she deserves, I think. Paying it like just yeah, yeah Sandy's uh, uh, recaps. Sandy's Eagles recaps deserve more than they're getting mm-hmm. because they don't have a comment section. I think people are just only are interested in parts of the internet where their voices can be heard and not um just reading and learning. Because here's the thing. At Shut first up to Sandy. At first, like this eagle, Jackie was sitting on the nest and she was getting pelted with snow, and I was like, Oh god, is she in trouble? And then I Googled and I saw that actually eagles have several layers of feathers that keep them extremely warm and their basic body temperature is 105 degrees and they Smart. thrive in stone snow. And I was like, Oh, okay, so she's fine. As opposed to being like, Somebody help her. Just, <laughs> right. just Google a fact once. Underrated facts. <laughs> Why won't somebody do something? Oh, evolution did, it turns out. Yeah, Yeah. they always seem to be in fairly inhospitable territory. Like, yeah, they're like on Mm -hmm. mountains and shit. Yeah, they live in Alaska and stuff. They're fine in Big Bear. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But it's all these, it's just all L.A. people being like, that looks so cold. It was 50 here the other day, so I can identify. I know. Yes, she kind. doesn't have a fashion scarf. What will she do? Mm. <laughs> like, What if the eagle was wearing an infinity scarf? Maybe if she had done that, the eggs would have hatched a little bit faster. Yeah, exactly. I do have to give a shout out to the name Shadow because there was a there was a DJ named Shadow Stevens when I was young mm. who did like, he was like adult contemporary Casey Kasem. And mm-hmm. oh, that, that name always stuck with me as like very <laughs> over the top but like kind of dope <laughs> like just shadow stevens shadow <laughs> and so i'm gonna go ahead and say shadow is an underrated name to yeah. to give your eagle or uh mm-hmm. child or your dj yeah. <laughs> or your dj yeah i think it's an overrated name for a dog mm-hmm. uh Probably. there's a lot of dogs named shadow yes yeah. but but what about a son and that that is a powerful um I would like to meet more shadows than Brashtons going forward. So people can, mm. you know, fix that. Did you really hear the name ba- Brashton? Yeah. In the wild? Yelled, yelled at a kid in a subway like four years Brashton. ago. Brashton. And I was like, Brashton? You couldn't decide between Brandon and Ashton? Just, <laughs> we don't need wow. mashup names. Overrated mashup names. Just pick one. Stick to your decision. <laughs> Trust <Yeah>. yourself. <laughs> You're making an indecisive child <laughs> from the start. <laughs> Brashton is a very strong decision. That's just like you you are like they need to be a snowboarder or a professional surfer or nothing. That's it. 
Yeah. There are certain names where you're just like, well, their fate is sealed. I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I guess Shadow would be one of those as well. So maybe I should uh, shut the fuck up on so telling people to like, name their kids Shadow. So is like Merlin. Like there's uh, oh, Merlin. Man. You can't just name a, someone Merlin. They have to be a music teacher or live in the right. woods. A baby named Merlin is really wild. I this honestly is my baby Merlin. I don't mm. hate that idea. But it is a very (laughs) kind of a scary thing to do to a child. (laughs) Yeah. Then they just go with Merle to like (laughs) kind of whatever their parents don't want them to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the 15 minute city and other stuff. Gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it? you know, like a literal POS. Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And we're back. Yay. We're back. So this story made me 
scream, oh, good, a technocratic solution. So the, it started like last week, Biden was in Poland. He lauded the country for taking in more than 1.5 million Ukrainian refugees and said, the American people are united in our resolve as well. And people were pointing out that as he was giving that speech, they were also introducing the toughest policies yet aimed at turning away migrants to the United States. And, you know, one of the new rules is meant to replace Title 42, which is set to expire soon. But they were posted online last week and are subject to a 30-day public comment period. But one of the big new things is a requirement for migrants to register using the Customs and Border Patrol smartphone app. And it's just a it's a bad it's a bad app. (laughs) As as frequently happens when you just open something up to the whole world using it. They launched the app in January to expedite the process for asylum seekers. It's been a goddamn nightmare because it, like it, people have recorded countless errors that force users to go through all the steps only to have it crash and restart in a seemingly endless cycle. Is, for some reason, this reminded me of, did you guys see Cory Doctorow on um, on Twitter talking about, like, this, like, one of, he Googled, like, a, a Thai restaurant in his neighborhood, you know, Googled it, went to the first result, which was the name of the restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, ordered food from it, and it, like, the, the top result was actually a Google ad that was like a cloned website that was the entire existence of the company was just to create cloned websites of the restaurant you're looking for and then charge you 15% more than the, like they, they'll actually put your order in, what? but they just like skim 15%, 15%. off. And wow. so they just like insert themselves into this, into this transaction and like find, find little ways to, to fuck you over, get get some of your money without providing any service whatsoever. I mean, it just you can see of most internet companies, though, right? Like even they, your your Amazons, which are like, no, we house like a bunch of like these little independent companies, and we're really helping them get seen and sell product. And it's like, sure, but you're taking a large percentage, and when returns come, they have to like, for example, if you buy a book on Kindle and decide to return it months later which you can do the author then has to pay that money back to amazon right like yeah. they don't take any of the brick and mortar like you know consequences off it's it's all in the same way that grubhub if you return an order or something's not right with your order they don't pin it on the driver or grubhub the restaurant pays for that yeah it just feels like we are not like the tech is not up to up to what we think it's up to in a lot of cases, like the, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you, but I think what, what the biggest problem is, is that uh, the higher you get up in, in the, just like power or whatever. And the, when people think they, when people think they know what something is like, they, the government did not hire the best app developers. <laughs> That's right. the real problem because like, it could have worked. If sure. they had just hired the right people, but somewhere in the government, somebody was like, my nephew does app development. Fine. We can just do this project. <laughs> What's it? It's, it's an app. It's an app. What, 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 how much work do we have to do? It's, it's an app. My, my nephew can do it. And that's what happened. And then it blew up. <laughs> right. 
I was going to say, because Canada had a similar thing. If you were flying into Canada from outside of the country during COVID, and I think even now, like you have to scan your vaccination cards and then you have to like sign a bunch of stuff and you have to be vaccinated within X amount of days. And then in order to get on your plane and then pass customs, you have to like show the results of this app that worked pretty well. I guess my, which to me is much more streamlined. It's essentially just, do you have the medical requirements to enter our country as opposed to this app, which demands people stop in every country they pass on their way to America to be like, hey, can I seek asylum here? And they're like, no, go forward. But we're not working with those countries to like bring in that information into the app. And if it's glitchy, then I just, I can only imagine it causing a lot of headaches for people who are literally fighting for their lives as opposed to me. I was just trying to get to Toronto for a film festival. It seems like yeah. maybe something that a half-assed app is not required here. Yeah, and if and you're, you're fleeing like a government that is trying to persecute and potentially like arrest or kill you, you might not have access to a charged smartphone. So like the, the internet. You know, yeah, right. the internet say you're trying to send messages for help and you can't get rid of the pop up ads and you're like what? God. Well, that's what Can we you talked, imagine. <laughs> yeah, we talked to a security expert on uh, at the end of last week and we were talking about Chat GPT and like AI and they were like, yeah, the thing that it's actually going to do is just make spam and pop ups like better at tricking you. <laughs> like that's what it's going to be. And like yeah. with all technology, it's all just going to be used to create the lowest denominator ads and make them better at tricking you and stealing your information. Every new technology is usually adopted by the adult film industry first. Yeah. Like, and so I wonder what's going on. I don't know, but I wonder what's happening right now because something's happening. <laughs> right. Someone in, in porn, let ads us know. On porn sites. Yeah. Let us know. Tell us what's going on. But, it, and there's just like, they're not up to the task when it comes to th- this. feels just true almost across the board over any considerable period of time. Like, almost every company has a, like, information leak like one one of the cbp's subcontractors was hacked in 2019 mm-hmm. exposing private information pertaining to thousands of random people i was just like going back through like now now that i can't have two factor authentication like through t- the twitter app i have to like have it through my iphone and like as i was going back through that i was like seeing all of the you know old passwords that i no longer use but still like that's They've creepy. all been exposed, like leaked and, you know, hacked like within the last like 15 years. Like every company is exposing your private information like the because there's just like not an overarching incentive structure for them. They're just like, yeah, there's so many of these leaks and these hacks that like we like the, the consumer can't keep track of all that shit. So we just kind of keep it moving. Now it's just a, a notification that I get when I log into T-Mobile. Like, they don't even send out emails anymore, but when you log into your account, there'll yeah. just be a, a notification at the top, like, some of your information was leaked. And I was like, yeah. oh, oh, cool, T-Mobile, thanks. Just know that your information is in a perpetual state of being leaked. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, T-Mobile. Exactly. Yeah, AT&T, same shit. Like, yeah. That's why I suggest to everybody, that you don't put anything online that you're not comfortable just, you know, telling everybody in the world. Yeah. 
Somebody's yeah, making lots of money off of me and I want to cut. What? Like they're taking my information and they're making money on it from oh. like from the from the data leaks. Mm-hmm. You want your data slice. Yeah, yeah, I want my data slice. Yeah. And it's like what I, I feel like, yeah, but but we're all worth fractions of a penny. It's just that like we're one of three billion people whose like information they've they've leaked. And companies know. can pay me a lump sum up front, like I do, to use their apps, or they can pay me monthly based off of a percentage. I'll take money yeah. either way. Totally fine to collect. Is there any technology that hasn't been completely like taken over by like spam or scams or like it? I guess like TV hasn't totally been it's just i mean it's been ruined by advertising but tv like, is a scam like <laughs> yeah just generally like ask miss cleo is on there doing yeah, her yeah. scam this is so it's a gateway scam yeah but all the communication like the two-way and for like phones mm-hmm. email text is all just slowly being taken over by uh, just made unusable at this point you know what we still have in terms of unbothered two-way communication is Picto Chat on the original Nintendo DS. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A classic. Does that still work? Sure. That's where yes. we met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if if your system works, it still works. There you go. Yeah. Go to your brick and mortar stores. Meet the people you buy things from. It, it feels good. It's better. So wait, what is Picto Chat on the Nintendo DS? I the the I missed that. I haven't played video games since N64. Uh, PictoChat was an app built into all of the original Nintendo DSs and DS Lights, where it's a two-way communication system, but it's local. So you have to be within like 20 feet or so of the other user oh. in order for it to work. But you could Got like it. text to each other, draw little pictures, but there were no ads on it. So it's for talking shit about teachers, essentially. Exactly. It was perfect for using in the backseat of a car, even. Right. Right. Okay. That makes sense. R.I.P. PictoChat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now that we've said it, the the advertisers are going (laughs) to seize on it. Have you guys seen Snowpiercer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, in that movie, just like in the prologue, like the news clip montage prologue, they're like, somebody put... It, to, to combat climate change, somebody put a chemical into the atmosphere to like reflect the sun's rays away from the Earth, and they like overdid it, and now the planet is ice planet, and the only people who are alive are on this train. And that definitely scared me off of this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. But now the UN is kind of floating it out there again and there's a there's a really good book mm. uh the ministry for the future that is like somebody who really understands climate change and international like geopolitical systems writing about how the future of climate change could most likely play out and they also like bring this up quite a bit i think the author's name is kim stanley roberts mm. yeah uh the author's <laughs> name is kim stanley robinson and they're yeah, it's a, it's a good book. It's worth reading. And one of the like things that happens in the book is there's like a massive heat wave in India that kills like millions of people and motivates that country to like go rogue and do their own like high atmosphere gas release that actually works to like cool the climate. But mm. 
that is now like a thing that people are writing about in news article because new, news article uh, in <laughs> news articles uh because like that we're nobody is doing the things that we would need to do to stop polluting the planet enough to have catastrophic climate change and so the yeah. solution is to put something in the atmosphere that would act similar to like what a volcanic eruption does which is like you know the global temperature after a really significant volcanic eruption w the global temperature will drop by like a degree or two because of all the ash in the atmosphere huh. and like the sun not reaching us as as much as it does without that stuff uh, so, it's so bleak that like that we're we're at this point where it's like it's so clear that there's not going to be any large scale action to yeah. uh, that. It's like people are trying to think two steps ahead of like, well, there's no chance there's ever going to be any regulations that are significant enough to save the planet. So what if like it's just I understand the logic behind it, but it's just like, oh, Jesus Christ, we're just never going to get good climate change legislation. Yeah. Cool. Just like fiddling with the thermostat is essentially what we've come up with. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like blowing the fucking Nintendo cartridge and hoping for the best. And you're just, like... <laughs> just put it across the entire globe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's going to be really tricky to like get everybody on board with this. And like, especially, you know, where like right now, like the super wealthy are going to be the least affected by climate change and like probably yeah, in the near future. And so they're all going to the Denver airport and they're going to, you know, wait it out. <laughs> yeah. What's what's the Denver airport conspiracy theory is that like, there's a bunch of, there's a tunnel city underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, you educate me. There's a kid. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of tunnels. There's some Girl Scouts in the 90s that claim that they saw the rich people tunnels and they're like, oh, but no one ever brought up the tunnels. Why did the Girl Scouts get the tour of the rich people tunnels? I couldn't tell you. All I know is there's <laughs> Asian Girl Scouts that have been to the tunnel. And right. yeah, they're, they're going to go down there. They're going to um, they're going to live well while the rest of us burn to a crisp, I think, is the plan. Yeah. Or, you know, freeze, depending on where things go but that's why yeah. the denver airport is allegedly scary i believe it there's like a really freaky mosaic there too of like people in gas masks and stuff like out of nowhere there's like a lot of weird... a lot of holocaust imagery yeah there's gargoyles at baggage claim there's that big scary horse yeah, yeah. uh that with the glowing red eyes whose like leg fell off and killed the sculptor that was creating it there's a lot yeah. of stuff going on at the denver airport i love getting stuck there it makes me feel like i'm in uh b movie it's exciting yeah. it is it's, it's got it's a, a it's got a super villain layer of uh, feel anyway yeah. yeah big big minions big grew energy to the denver airport <laughs> big crew energy <laughs> minions work there that's how you know shit's going down um but okay so they're gonna so the back to this study we're talking about yeah so i mean it's just the the unep which is the un's like environmental something or other wrote that like with the world not responding to climate change urgently enough a speculative group of technologies to reflect sunlight back away from the earth has been getting more attention recently and they're like it doesn't it 
isn't ready for prime time yet, but this view may change if climate action remains insufficient. The report says signaling that it's time for rigorous study of both the technologies and the potential international governance, which seems like the tricky okay. part. But do, do they have the chemical? Like, do they know what it would be? It's just a matter of, or or is it just like, we're, we'd have to put in a lot of research to find the chemical that would, you know, mimic volcanic ash i think they have some theories but it's also oh, like one of those things that you you do it's not really a thing that you want to like go with the guess and check like method on yeah. like changing <laughs> the global temperature it's a one and done yeah yeah let's see how it goes there i i guess my my question here and this is has to do with the fact that i don't know how the un <laughs> works really but if like as like if this is a suggestion being brought by their kind of environmental team what why would the world agree like why would all of the nations in the un be able to agree on this proposition if they already cannot agree on other climate change action like right that's yeah I think the climate change action requires them to make sacrifices and do things that aren't that are like not profitable, whereas like our entire, you know, programming, our coding as a civilization has like built itself up to the point that it's like that is impossible to do something that is not not like operating in the most efficient way for shareholder value it seems like right and so they're just like does not compute like there's just like spark there the wiring behind their eyes or is like sparking every time that you try and get them to do some sort of climate change action or you know like one of the big thought systems is like what about not gearing everything towards growth and that are like what like just blinking 30 times like because it's not sustainable and we'll blow up um so so this would be like an opportunity to circumvent like or or try to have it both ways yeah someone's gonna make money volcanic ash thing creating the technology uh, yeah so it's like probably just more more jobs jobs. created (laughs) we're gonna create some jobs sending people into the stratosphere to spray volcanic ash or yeah i mean that i don't think it's like i don't think they're necessarily trying to exactly mimic volcanic ash i think just volcanic eruptions are the thing that has like given them this idea essentially but it does seem like something we want to be really careful with and also something that's going to be incredibly hard to get everybody to agree on. And yeah, I'm sure there's a way that the wealthy people who actually control like what decisions get made are going to fuck this up for the rest of us. Right. Unless there's like some valuable uh, contract to be gotten from, from having done it. Like, I think part of them, like they bought all that, all that property in New Zealand, like they're, they, I'm sure there's like at least a good portion of the population who like meet up in Davos every year who are just like, we kind of want this. It seems like it would be fun and we would get to like repopulate the earth because we're, yeah. they have you know, floating mansions. Yeah. Like that. So they're like, why? I don't, I don't want to have wasted that money. 
So I could, I could see, even if this does turn out to be a good idea, I could see this being sort of hit, hitting some headwinds, yeah. as they say. It sounds too much like a, the plot of a Michael Bay movie for it someone does. to not completely oh, yeah. fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Michaels, Bay and Crichton, come together to oh, <laughs> God. write a science fiction film that is our future, it turns out. Yeah. That's... Well, as long as there's a weird little graham cracker-inspired sex scene, I guess all's forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> the it's like the the Denver airport thing. Like, really, yes, I yes, do yes. believe that it, even if it's not at the Denver airport, like they we've already like uncovered historical documents that these exist. Like, there's a West Virginia resort that secretly had like a massive underground habitat for the president and like the leaders of the United States in the event of a nuclear Armageddon that was like there throughout the Cold War in in case they needed it. And now you can like go and take tours of it. But because it was like far enough into history, we just are like, oh, that's quaint. But there's there's no way that like Bezos doesn't have at least like five of these already like under construction. But like, yeah, I, I true. Like, I'm not a very conspiracy. I'm not a conspirator. I mean, whatever. Zeitgang. We've we've been together for a long time. I'm not a conspiratorially minded person. But this one, I fully like if you've got evidence that it's not true, I'd love to see it. Because why yeah. would you build an airport like that? It's the worst airport in the world. <laughs> it, it is so it weird. Is it's horrible. so far away from Denver. It's so <laughs> like just sprawling and strange. They're just counting on. But then also I'm like, maybe it's not true. Every going to Denver makes me lightheaded and gives me a nosebleed. Maybe my brain cells are not operating as they were intended while I'm at this airport. But yeah. I do. I, I believe in the theory. Look up the Girl Scouts. That sounds also like a Michael Bay movie. The Girl Scouts. No, you got to find the Girl Scouts. Cut yeah. to Christina Hendricks and a Girl <laughs> Scout in her 40s being like, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like the. Like in a post-apocalyptic setting, like with people like wandering the earth, they just like put a bunch of like scary art up around to be like, don't come here. This isn't this isn't where you want to be wandering band of cannibals. <laughs> that That's my loose theory. We'll sick the demon horse on you. Yeah, I've seen I've I've seen it might have been TikToks, but I, I don't remember Um at this point, like employees of the Denver airport seem to be conditioned to kind of like lightly engage with this if it's brought up to them That's where they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they tell you, you. Yeah. If you have any information on this, that's not just like the standard Wikipedia article, but like, yeah, hit us up. If you, yeah. if you work there, if you know somebody who works there. Let us know. Yeah, don't don't bother me with anything before results page like 17 because I've That's seen right. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk Elon Musk. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. 
Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And Ron DeSantis has a book dropping, competition, and there's a whole it. chapter. <laughs> you you were in touch with his people about trying to like get his moved back a little bit, but yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. I did uh, speak to the enemy, and he assured me that he was uh, going to be well out of my release thing. Yeah, but, you know, whatever, fine. <laughs> Lol. It, <laughs> it seems so there there was also like he he had a press conference where I, I think he is officially, you know, signing a bill allowing the state to take control of Disney World's tax district away from them or like to. Yeah, basically, like not letting them have the same powers as a religion. And he did oh, it man. Saying, no. the corporate kingdom finally comes to an end, which feels like i don't know like he's doing this because they criticized his don't say gay law so but but it is frustrating to me that like battling corporations who've gotten away with too much for way too long like Mm -hmm. is like that's a winner like politically that's going to be a winner like from now on because people i think are like waking up to the fact that like that is the real enemy and it's just frustrating Mm -hmm. that the only side that is able to do anything about it or willing to do anything about it are the fascists like because the the center yeah. is yeah but they uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> real broken clock behavior going on with Mr. Yeah. Ron yeah for sure but they'll see that this is popular and I, I'm assuming maybe catch on maybe not I don't know but people are speculating the timeline the the timing of his big move to fuck with Disney isn't coincidental because he has a new book coming out on Tuesday, The Courage to Be Free. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah. I feel, there has to be 500 books by fascists titled that already. Like, oh, I yes. feel like you've got to really, that's not going to. If, 
that's not even going to stand out on the fascist shelf from this year. If you call like, if your book has the word free in it, baby, it should be free. Honey, (laughs) honey, honey. And it's like pretty standard. Like what, like, I feel like if, you just asked me to write this book on like in an afternoon. It sounds like it's what I would come up with. Like it's just, he's like 100%. Railing, he's railing against elites who taught him at Yale and Harvard Law School. <laughs> so it's like he's a student at Yale and Harvard Law School. And he's like these elites, you know, he, he uses the word elite 20 pages, uh, 20 times in 12 pages. But I think the thing that a lot of people are surprised by is that he devotes an entire chapter to excusing the fact that he got married in Disney World. Like I think that premises. could be a whole that could be a whole other book of 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 explaining why the hell he did that. Why the hell he did right. that? Right. <sighs> Has he offered any explanations? <laughs> yeah. Like... You'll be shocked to learn that he blames it all on his wife and oh, wow. oh. that's that's so out of character for I such know. a such a person Wait. as him. <laughs> Do you believe it? It's, it's <laughs> Women History Month, Ron. I'm struggling to believe it. Struggling. I really can't yeah, yeah, I mean, he is truly uh pure evil and I'm very afraid of him. And also, um, I can totally imagine him, him being like, uh, well, you know, my wife, my little princess, had to get married at the castle. Like, eat Jeez. shit, man. He did, uh, th- this is the direct quote. Casey's family was what one might call a family of Disney enthusiasts. They loved going to Disney World. Like, saying someone is what one might call, like, of that's course. never, that's, that's no. never not condescending or, Absolutely. like, dismissive. No. That sentence or, like, is wearing yeah. a fucking fedora. That's, like, <laughs> it so is, It is nowhere near the only thing one might call those people. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of so, course. One could call them a variety of things. And I'm glad he did explain for his, the people that are going to be buying the book who won't know what enthusiast means. They, they, right. they yes. gotta, gotta explain that. Mm-hmm. He said he, they love going where the big three circle make a mouse. <laughs> they love I really hope this, I hope uh. this turns into a very low grade, embarrassing thing for him where they're like someone has 5,000 pictures of Ron DeSantis enthusiastically hugging Goofy at the right. box. Yes. And they're like, mm, right. weird. Crossed. You said you weren't really into that. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, you know, God. some Disney like like a crew member definitely snaps right. some pics in the tunnels. Yeah. He does claim that he had one stipulation that was that like there couldn't be any Disney characters at the wedding ceremony, but there's no <laughs> word about like his friend the, Scooby his, would be so pissed if that his happened. bedroom, yeah, yeah. You know, or yeah, the, the they, bedroom, they, the the wedding bedroom. Yeah, like, it didn't say what, anything about the bachelor party. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> he had to get oh, Goofy involved Lord. to get interested. Of you know? course. <laughs> Getting, oh, uh, oh my God. Yeah. He definitely got goofy. Got goofy with his with, <laughs> with his wife. He got I, goofy I, with it. I do feel like if you are working at Disney World, you and Ron DeSantis gets on Expedition Everest. If you work there, you're allowed to make the roller coaster crash. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're allowed, allowed to fall asleep at the controls. You're allowed to yeah. remove a section oh, of track. Okay, you can yeah. take it off. You can yeah. do a little detour. <laughs> Just <laughs> let it kind of let it let it 
yeah. go straight off the off the deep end for sure. He's, he's sort of suddenly he's like riding haunted mansion. He sort of doesn't come out, and sort of then for he sure. becomes a little ghost. Right. You should be allowed. And it becomes to... part of it, and of it will yeah. make you so much more profitable. Not only will your taxation <laughs> problems go away, Disney, but you'll have like a legit haunted mansion. Yeah, yes. and ghost law is so much more lenient. But like that's huge. That's that true. is huge. That's true. But yeah, so he was just, according to him, just being a dutiful groom to be until now when he just threw his wife and her family under under a bus. Under the tram. In, yeah. In, in print forever. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's so, for him to be kind of playing coy about, like, I, I guess getting married at Disney is a thing that people do. It's like, if you are a Floridian human being, you know at least one million people who have gotten married at Disney. If you've been to Disney, you've seen people getting married on yeah. Goofy's, Goofy's Barnstorm roller coaster. And and it's like people talk all day long about wanting to get married at Disney. So many people we grew up with were like, I'm going to go ahead and be doing that. And being a Disney adult, it's a Florida staple. I feel like growing up, I we had friends who went all like every month to Disney. and then I was like, that's so, I was talking to my mom one day and I was like, it's so crazy because it's like we like never went to Disney and all our friends were going all the time. And she was like, we literally went once a year. I was like, period, for sure. And I remembered <laughs> that. And I remember that. And I remembered it for real. But yeah, no, it's like if you're in Florida, you're going to go ahead and know that people are chomping at the bit to get married in Mickey's lap. So yeah. I mean, it's right. like the the concept of like Disney adults. I feel like it's like that like term has been coined i guess of sort course. of recently but it's like been a thing for as long as the park oh, is oh, for like, sure. oh yeah i had an aunt oh i i i, I she's still alive but the, her house like <laughs> it's i was i was seven and it frightened me the amount of items and things that were there and i i mean look i like going to disney world when i go i'm smiling yeah <laughs> happiest one place of the most there? magical places yeah yeah literally dreams come true i'm gonna go Some and good hot dogs there the turkey, the I'm, turkey legs, the freaking the tur turkey legs. I'll be grinning <laughs> when this is happening. Yeah. Like, I'll get married at the turkey leg stand. Yeah, as far as I'll go, I'll, I'll marry a turkey leg. I'll I, marry I, a turkey leg. I could eat a whole one of those when I was three years old, <laughs> and that's normal for a person to do. And yeah, yeah. no, Disney healthy. Adult, it's healthy. That and an eight foot gator is how you know. Yeah, of course, Disney yeah. adult is as old as time, and it's seeming to. DeSantis seems to be a Disney adult himself and kind of being shy right. about yeah. it. Yeah. Undercover Disney adult. You know, nice you, know you know he's got some ears hidden away somewhere for oh, yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Well, the, we oh. we can't in good faith hand it to Ron DeSantis ever under any circumstances. <laughs> but I am I am uh, that I, I like that that precedent is being set. I hate that it's being set by a fascist. That makes my head hurt. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and clearly it has like to do with very complicated feelings he has and like spurned like they did they wouldn't do the thing that he wanted they wouldn't let him like wear the prince the actual like <laughs> screen accurate prince yeah. eric <laughs> costume yeah. like mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. to sing a whole new world at his that's the wrong movie i think but he didn't get to select a princess as his bride that's true right. <laughs> that's yeah. true damn all right i i mean Havana syndrome, we it's there's not much new to report other than like that an intelli intelligence report is drawing the same conclusion that we've drawn on this show. That is that 
like this weird thing where they were like, we're being attacked by sound weapons. Our CIA agents in Cuba are being attacked by invisible sound weapons. And now they all have vertigo and have like can't can't function that it was actually like a psychogenic like type mass hysteria is like one way that people describe it. But like they're. They study this. It's called a function disorder, a functional disorder. It's like there there is an, an entire medical field to it. There was a New York Times article in 2019 that was like, this is what it is. Like we, we've talked to experts. It's definitely this a functional disorder where like the same thing that has caused outbreaks of sickness from the beginning of time where it's like confusing but it seems like one person is experiencing symptoms and then everybody suddenly starts experiencing them it can make mm-hmm. you sick they're not consciously making it up it's just a thing that is not being caused by invisible science fiction weapons but they like all the coverage of it just leaves the functional disorder part out and they're just like we don't know what happened guys <laughs> and so they just keep bringing it up and then not explaining what actually happened so i think it's very uh, confusing to people yeah it it, it yeah. in in my in my googlingtons of it i was like <laughs> every single piece it's like yeah there's all this research that kind of explains this phenomenon of mass hysteria kind of caused by this like you know everybody believing something so hard that it makes them physically sick uh, but it also could be kind of a bit of a laser or kind of something <laughs> like, yeah, they're literally like a bit of a laser, like 10, yeah. laser like beam. <laughs> the use of the word beam, lots of beams. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Lots, lots of beams, beams causing they're stuff. They're like, yeah, a few dudes had a headache in Cuba and now we're being attacked by aliens. It's kind yeah. of what it well, it's everyone. Knows, it's like kind of they're like Russia's got their beams on us. And so now my tummy hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it also it also is this is this it may be a radical oversimplification and an inspiring stupidification of of this of, of of what we're actually talking about. Is it sort of akin to what we've been seeing? Hate to bring it back to TikTok. Love to bring it back to TikTok. Is it akin to what we've been seeing, where sort of anti-vax creators will be posting videos of their feet shaking and be like, yeah. "Thanks, Pfizer." Yeah. Like, is it kind of, is it like, and then Probably it's like, in some people. way, because I think that some of those people are like, I feel like a lot of them are just doing a little fancy footwork and saying, sure. yeah. Look, thanks, Pfizer. And I'm yeah. not but, denying, I'm not denying that these people in Cuba had headaches. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I would never, I would never deny that. I would, never. I would never want to say that I have a headache and then a whole nation say, no, you don't actually have a headache. It is a horrible so, position that they're in. Like, that's yeah. what sucks about this is like nobody who has ever had a functional disorder is like glad to hear that diagnosis. To no. be like, no, no. By the you. way, like, by the way, you're making real. it all up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, but yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of the people who are suffering the vaccine, sin, you know, side yeah. effects that we see on TikTok believe what they're feeling you know like yeah. believe that oh, what they're yeah. having is from vaccines and yeah they're uh, doing their stuff but they definitely yeah. think that they they're they, a lot of them there are definitely people that are just put, putting on a show doing the doing the vaccine yeah. shuffle but then there's <laughs> definitely doing the stanky like but there there's definitely people who uh yeah just like get so worked up that they're just trembling yeah. in their yeah i'm sure it's like they work themselves right. into these people who are like you know probably not super over familiar with the intricacies of their own mental illness and how to handle it they're like they 
probably work themselves into a panic attack and then their legs, their legs are shaking. Yeah, right. Really, you know, classy, which is like makes the the <laughs> internet the worst possible place to even address any of this. Because oh, right. absolutely. Like, there's just right. no way to yeah. to like with any sort of nuance or care no. address. Like, because it's not. just a bunch of people that are like, you're you're losing it. Like, you're yeah, you, yeah. You, you yeah exactly. It's like, it's oh, like a, that, a bit of a a rock in a hard place because it's like, oh, the, the <laughs> everything about this. It's like either you have a mental disorder so strong it's making you physically sick and it's coming from within or you're being attacked by a beam <laughs> it's like yeah. e- either either you are batshit cuckoo bananas and can't change or there are lasers pointed directly at you it's like yeah. what and then you're like the- turning to tiktok for assistance like <laughs> right. it's just very bleak it's, it's very yeah. bad. Yeah. no it, yeah it's also yeah. it's so clearly it's so clearly the opposite of like what the i guess like people who are on the right at large are like tiktok is manufacturing mental illnesses and selling them to our teens and like doodly do like there's like a section a faction of like you know creators on the right dare i say alt that are like saying that there is like a from studies that don't exist there's like Tourette's is up eighty thousand percent because it's there's it's like they're they're blaming TikTok creators with Tourette's for inspiring other people to pretend that they have it. And then thusly have like created this whole narrative around like, maybe it's not even real. Maybe it's like, you know, they're, they're giving each other mental illness through the internet. And it's like, that's also what they're doing. The call is coming. Experts on function, functional disorder, like specify that it's neurological. It's not like a mental illness per se. It's like a neurological, (sighs) like, condition that like gets locked into the pathways in like neurologically and but but they also like the new york times article that came out four years ago that the new york times has proceeded to ignore like has the smoking gun really where on a it's, roll. yeah yes. yeah they're really killing it these <laughs> just days. Hit they said airpods hit. in they said airpods in rolled out man they have so many <laughs> viral viral hits they do <laughs> <laughs> it's but they have the smoking gun that the people like if they had like gotten hit by like a physical weapon like at the time that they said they discovered it like their brain would have healed from the physical injury by now and like the thing that is always like you can tell by a function dis- functional disorder is that they last for a really long time because like there's no way to really heal it because it is like locked into your brain pathways like Whoa. the way that an addiction would be so it's like the fact that it's not healing itself the way an injury would is the thing that like lets you know okay this is what it is but again they just don't give that very kind of clear and and really like interesting much more interesting than the story of like you know space lasers that we don't know about which i guess that's pretty interesting but it also like tells you about like how immensely powerful the unconscious mind is and like how much of like medicine is like just tapping into this vast like you know universe of information about how much like the mind body connection but it's just it's also the least profitable part of medicine and it is profitable to create panic that we need to invest in the pentagon's ability to invent invisible space lasers yeah like a brain shield i'm like i'm sure i'm gonna see someone on the internet being like everyone in 20 years will have to wear a helmet keeping russia out of our head or like whatever (laughs) yeah there's like doofy doof 
Yeah. It's like, it's, of course, it's a little, yeah, like, in theory, sure, if, if there was any information at all, like, that was concretely, like, pointing to what I believe one of the articles may have referred to as a worldwide ultrasonic weapon. Hello? Right. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> then, sure, t- read all about it. But they just keep combining different sci-fi phrases. I'm like, that's creative. But it's but but the other stuff is like actually for real. (laughs) It's also like goof goofily vintage. Like it's giving like 1700s, like be afraid of the sky. Like like (laughs) Yes, yeah. And these studies are coming, the studies where they're like, yeah, sorry, we didn't find anything, are coming from the people who have the most interest in this being true. You yeah, know, like the, the fucking Pentagon. You know? <laughs> right. like they're the like, guys, we looked and we screamed at the sky for hours. They did not respond. Yes. <laughs> many times was must we as a nation right. learn to like not listen to the studies that the cia releases it's like they're just <laughs> they're goofing I thought around you were say, i thought you were gonna say how why haven't we learned not to listen to the sky i'm like hey, <laughs> this guy is trying to tell us something yeah. <laughs> no every time oh it, i mean like this it, honestly this story did confuse me and ultimately i was like if someone offered to put a wi-fi router in my leg i would let them yeah and, of so course. that is like challenging Yes, yeah, yeah. The it's like the back and forth of it all. It's like, yeah, there was sources saying that they can't not 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 right. disprove that it right. isn't right. a laser beam from space. Yes. But yeah. it's like, come on, this they is like, yeah, this is giving me Havana syndrome. <laughs> this loop de loop of logic, and then they'll just end it with like, yeah, they're not 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 doing this. P.S. Russia. <laughs> and right. like that's the only yes. thing that people remember XOXO goof 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 alright that's gonna do it for this week's weekly zeitgeist please like and review the show if you like the show uh, means the world to Miles he he needs your validation folks uh, I hope you're having a great weekend and I will talk to you Monday bye From Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit tomboyx.com to shop. Here's something you might not know about wireless sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.
It's like, gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.